this Mexico City Grand Prix betting picks edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Plus, NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. To celebrate, we're giving away an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog for all of the details. Get ready for speed. You just wait, sunshine. You just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. See, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! Get ready. For the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Via Gomez and Cody Z. And it's a brilliant day here in the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Via Gomez. And I'm sorry, I just. Oh, I was hoping you were going to keep it up the whole episode. I, you know, <laughs> for the sake of my friends that are British, I, I will do no such thing to them. I already insulted them enough by <laughs> with the British accent that I really can't do. But I just, I, I don't know what it is about it. Like, I mean, obviously, you know that that we both come from a NASCAR background, and and when we hear, you know, Waltrip or or any of these guys do their their famous things, it always gives us the warm and fuzzies. But like. I don't know what it is about the warm, inviting tone of of Crafty and like all those guys. It yeah. just it melts my heart yeah. when I watch F one. It does. It's the the accents are great. It feels like part of the F one experience. We'll work on our accents in the <laughs> off season, like, and I'm sorry, and maybe guys. we'll come back with new accents next year. <laughs> I know that the bosses wanted us to find somebody uh, with a British accent to do this show because they were like, it just, it doesn't feel authentic when you guys do it. And I was like, no, you're right. But (laughs) here we are anyway. Here we are anyways. (laughs) On the cusp of a Mexico City Grand Prix, we keep our our Northern Hemisphere, uh, Northern, well, whatever, the Western part of the world. uh, In the Americas. Yeah, in the Americas (laughs) at some point. uh, Stretch going in Mexico City. Last week, Cody, it was another Max Verstappen show. There was plenty of intrigue behind it, not the least of which was that Max ha- or Max uh, Max Lewis Hamilton. You're on the podium, Lewis Hamilton. You're not on the podium. Ugh. Make sure, uh, make sure you check with your books. Each book is different. Sometimes they don't necessarily pay out properly. Uh, I know, like DraftKings, if you had the podium bets there. Um, they, it's their rules state that they pay out at the time of the podium presentation, which at the time of the present podium presentation, Hamilton was on the podium. So argue with them if you have to, um, because we've seen it in NASCAR. We you see it everywhere, right? They'll, you know, oh, well, the results say this. And it's like, yeah, but your rules say you'll pay out according to this. Deal with it on the NASCAR side. 
recently NASCAR disqualified a guy and then undisqualified him two days later. Uh, so it's, it can be a mess. That's part of the racing world. It's part of how it goes. Uh, when you randomly select four cars and two of the four fail, that's an interesting thought. Um, but hey, whatever. It's uh, it's in the past. Hopefully again. Make sure you check the rules because, or hopefully you got paid on it properly. If you did have it, they were good bets. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand by that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And one thousand percent, we were on the right driver to finish second in that one, and that obviously was Lewis Hamilton. Best uh, best car oh, that wasn't Max Verstappen. Two all more day. laps, and he'd have won the race. I God. really think that that was. Those a, brakes were going. Mm, and Max knew it too. You should. Uh, and then you uh, can't. If Lewis wins that, you can't disqualify him then, right? No. Because come on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and even then, oh, I still well. don't understand it. But whatever. That's the inner working. We'll leave Austin Again. behind it. It yeah. was still a good race, uh, absolutely. But we've got on to, to Cincinnati, on to Mexico, on to Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> we're on to Cincinnati, uh, but we're on to Mexico indeed. We should start setting up some of those picks because uh, we're anxious to get to. To I mean, I know that the NASCAR season is winding down. F one still got some time left, but uh, oh, it's winding it down too. Rod, we only got we got four left. I know, man. It's uh, yeah. I mean, we're. We're here, but on a nice little stretch run. We had a race last week, obviously. We're back to Mexico this week. Brazil next week, before the week off, before the Vegas. Oh, man. I'm so excited to watch those cars take on Vegas because that is going to be, whoo, buddy. I'm so mad that we can't get out there this season. I, I just, I, I have a feeling, though, that it, it's going to be an absolutely crazy oh, mess. Yeah, so it's going to be insane. Yeah. Don't want to, don't want to try and, and take my chances. I'll wait till the next one. That's fine. I'm, I'm okay. There you go. I'm not in a hurry. Um, <laughs> I'll be back for a few seasons. So we got time. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's start setting up our, our race and our picks when we get back, but let's tell you first about underdog fantasy underdog fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team. And as we know now drive along with your favorite drivers, both NASCAR and F1 all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to win $10,000 each. We're going to give you plenty of Underdog Fantasy plays on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast Show. Maybe we'll sneak in an F1 if they give it to us in time in that one as well. So make sure you join us on that episode as well. Ooh, so watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over at Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. You an NBA fan? Well, the NBA is back. And to celebrate, we're giving away an NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA Underdog using our promo code SGPN. One random winner is going to get an NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NBA dog. We should start giving away racing, uh, racing gambling podcast hoodies. Those things are slick. They are pretty sweet. We might need to do that. I think we are going to need to do that. Um, all right. We head, like I said, to the... Autodrome Hermanos Rodriguez. Uh, that is the track that we are going on today. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, the Via Gomez really coming out and rod there. <laughs> I uh, that's that's what happens when you accidentally can speak the language a little bit uh, of what you're actually doing. So now, granted, all of my Spanish speaking audience out there is going to be like, 
odd. And I'm going to say to you, you're right. Hey, it's American Spanish, all right? Hey, Take listen, what you get. All I know is that as I'm walking down the street more often than not, I get a lot of people talking to me in Spanish, and I look at them and I say the three words I know, and I either get punched in the face or a beer, which is perfect for me. So, um, Of course, this uh, first Grand Prix here was in 1963. We are going to run 71 laps around this 4.304 kilometers, so just under three-mile track for a race distance of 305 kilometers. The track record here belongs to Valerie Botas. One minute, 17 seconds, point seven 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 four. Two DRS zones in some very, very crazy spots. Not very long DRS zones at all between turns 9 and 10. And between, ter- if you can call it, between turns 14 and 15, there's literally like a... <laughs> I mean... How, how is that even a turn? I... <laughs> Well, I don't know. Are we it, sure that counts as a corner rod? It's like I want to see some overtaking on that though. That's like literally. <laughs> I mean, that that's if you're if you're jumping a curb. That's what that is. Uh, between fourteen and yeah. fifteen. So big long stretch though between turn seventeen and turn one. Uh, obviously, that's where the speed trap is at. Uh, Cody, this this looks like the state of Virginia. That's what this track looks like. Okay, I'll give you that. I was trying to, you know, like a ghost flying away or something. It's almost Halloween, eh, maybe. I guess that's like a stealth bomber. How about that? A stealth bomber, or or the underside of a stingray. There you go. Okay, we'll take that. Okay, underside of a stingray. Underside of a stingray. That's what the circuit looks like. (laughs) Jesus Christ! This uh, people are gonna miss. Are we gonna gonna keep this bit up next year and see if we? (laughs) We'll have, to go, we'll have to just not go back and listen and see what we come up with and then go back and listen to last year's episodes or, you know, this year's, whatever. Do we have? I think uh, we have to see. come up with it. I think we have to come up with a way to replace see, it. So. See if we still had the same guesses or if they've altered. Uh, I love it. Um, all right. Well, then let's uh, let's do this. Let's just go ahead and get to the bets. There's really not a whole lot of news past that. Obviously, there's no intrigue as to who's going to win uh, the the any of the championships. So... <laughs> I think it's just time to set up bets. It's it's all max. It's all max, but... Let's get into the good stuff. Let's get into the bets. All right, Rod, first up for me. Um, So I'm going to give this out both ways. You could take it either way. You could take it both ways. I I was going to start with uh, Checo to get on the podium. Sergio Perez, obviously, minus 125. And then I was looking at it, and a Red Bull double podium is plus 120. Uh, Obviously, the max side of that seems fairly safe, right? It's not always a given thing, but he's minus 10,000 to win the race. So feels pretty safe that he would be on the podium. So if you want to make it plus money, you could play it that way. Play it either way. Look, it's Mexico. He's going home. The home track bump. We see it for a lot of these guys. Uh, they have this one circled. They want to perform well. And uh, Checo has been pretty good here in the past, right? Third place, 2022. That was on the podium. Third place in 2021, also on the podium. No race here in 2020, obviously, with COVID. Seventh place in the rally point car in 2019. That was a good run. Um, and he's done pretty decent here lately. Fourth last week, obviously, in the United States here. And second place in Belgium. He's got eight podium finishes this season. I think Checo's had this one circled. Coming home, you got to perform in front of the home crowd. Um, and then, obviously, Max is likely going to be on the podium. And again, you can play it both ways, right? Because if Max isn't on the podium, then... Checo's almost certainly getting up there, right? And uh, I, I think that it's going to be a Red Bull type of day, a Red Bull type of weekend. Checo wants to show up and perform well at his home track. Um, so, yeah, Checo podium minus 125. Red Bull double podium plus 120. Play either. Play both. It's in your hands. 
Checo wants to. I was trying to come to. up with something. <laughs> Checo wants to? No. Checo needs to. Checo had every opportunity to, to perform in front of the guys. Because obviously, Austin, there's a lot of fans from Mexico in that Texas area, and they all were there to cheer him on. Unfortunately, they didn't get the finish they wanted out of him. But, yeah, I mean, the, the pressure's on. And, and you heard, you heard uh, Horner talk about just how much pressure is on Checo right now. It's like they asked him, they said, so what about Checo? And he's like, well, you know, Checo needs to do well. And he's like, yeah, we know this, Christian. We know. Yeah, I, thought it was, uh, I thought it was crazy, too. He moved into the top 10 in F1 starts this past weekend, too. Wow. So uh, he's been around a lot. He's got the experience. He's been on this track plenty of times. He's performed well here in the past. Again, one of those deals where you go home. You know, Charles Leclerc was the, the shining example back in Italy. Um, with both the Ferrari guys, right? It's they, they've got certain races circled, and this is that one for Checo. Speaking of uh, shining or people that have been around a long time, Lando Norris has not been around a very long time. In fact, and uh, this season, this kid is tearing it up right now. Uh, so we're gonna put him back on the podium. You're gonna you're giving us plus money uh, on Caesars for for Lando to get on the podium at plus one ten. I will say that uh, basically the podium is has been. Uh, Lando's home away from home over the last few races. In fact, you got to go back to Monza. The last time he didn't finish on the podium, second at Marina Bay, uh, second at Suzuka, third at LaSalle, second in Austin. Lando's been on the podium. I mean, it's been it's been Max Verstappen, but it's been Lando. Like he's nipping at Verstappen's heels, and there's been a lot of times where one slip up from Max and Lando's winning this race. Like it's just it's that's how close it's been between these guys. He's put the pressure on Okay, Rod, it's 19 seconds the last time he was. I know. But for 19 if you could keep it under 30 seconds for Max, that's nipping at his heels. That's a win in its own. That's 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 a Max playing around with a pit stop away from him uh being able to be like 2 seconds from it. But again, plus money for Lando on the podium. I I feel like this is a steal given the fact that he's done that so many six times over the course of this season and for somebody that's not in ferrari for somebody that's not in mercedes for somebody that's not in red bull mclaren has put some moves on they threw down the fastest pit stop last week again i mean i think i said something about yeah, mclaren kind of stealing turning into the auto <laughs> they're taking over for red bull they kind of are department. at this point yeah. yeah so i mean again this team has done fantastic stuff and i wanted to i wanted to put piastri as a, a top six car but he's pretty much been the one that's the more inconsistent of the two lando's i mean piastri can start well but lando finishes well as well so i think again plus money for him in the podium um this week he's got an eighth and a ninth place finish on this track if you even want to just kind of go back to that um but you almost can't necessarily compare the two because this season has been a breakout season for, for Lando Norris, and I think that continues this week. So give me plus 110 for him to sit on the podium. Yeah, I, I like it. No arguments from me here. Next up for me, I'm going to go over to Daniel Ricciardo. He's back in the car, obviously, was was at Coda this past weekend. Um, had a decent day, right? He finished 12th in the sprint race. Actually had a pretty good showing there. Uh, had the fastest lap with like two to go. Yuki stole it from him there at the end. Uh, the result wasn't necessarily the greatest, but it was his first race back. Uh, Liam Lawson had looked pretty good in that car. Uh, and then previously at this track last year, he was in McLaren, obviously, but finished seventh place. Uh, he was 12th in 2021, so right outside of the points finish and eighth place here in the Renault car in 2019. I think Daniel Ricciardo gets back into the points finish this weekend, plus 225 over on DraftKings. 
Yeah, poor Danny. I mean, uh, that smile every time he pops on the on the uh, uh, what you call it, intro. I'm always like, man, that guy. Yep. He's such a happy guy, but doesn't Possibly always the greatest smile ever. <laughs> he does. He does. And and I I really do want him to finish in the points because obviously we know that he's capable of doing it. He did it a lot, and he, he needs to do it again. So try to find a way to get him there. I think I like that as well. Um, all right. So for me, this is kind of crazy because I started with one. And then I was like, well, but then maybe there's a chance that both. And then I said, well, to hell with it. There's an actual bet that puts them both in together. So here's how I'm going to do this. It's almost like a ladder, right? So at first I started with Alex Albon as a, a points finisher here. Uh, and that's at plus 200 over on DraftKings. And look, if you look at points finishing uh, as far as, as what's going on, like it's so difficult for you to find um good odds on point finishing because there's a lot of negative numbers on there. So for plus 200 for Albon to finish in the points, I think that's a great steal. Uh, on this track alone, he's got two starts. He did finish in the points in one of them, uh, in a fifth-place finish in 2019. Uh, and in 2022, he actually had a 12th-place finish in this Williams car, so um, not bad there. But I'm also kind of riding what he's done over the last few weeks, right? I mean, he's got five points finishes uh, since, since Canada. So he had a seventh place in Canada. He finished 11th in Spielberg, though, which is just close. Finished in the points over there in, in uh, Great Britain, 11th in the Hungaro Ring, uh, and then eighth at uh, at the Dutch Grand Prix, seventh in Monza, 11th at Marina Bay, uh, 16th in Suzuka, uh, 13th at Losale, and then ninth. He actually did get a points finish last week in um, in Austin. So he's he's there. I mean, and they were talking about him on the broadcast too about how he's he's sort of Kind of, he's just inching his way into uh, decent enough finishes, and I think, I think he can get there again this week. So I like him at plus two hundred to finish in the points. And then his teammate Logan Sargent, he didn't finish in the points last week, but because of the disqualifications, he managed to get a tenth place finish officially in the books. His first ever tenth place finish. No, I'm just kidding. But really, it was a better finish for him there. Uh, so I think I don't know if if I think Albon's going to be good. I think his teammate should be equally as good and. Logan Sargent needs to do something. He and he had his one of his best runs last week. So maybe he builds on that. Maybe he's able to get into the points alongside Albon. Maybe people take each other out in the beginning of the race, and all of a sudden Sargent's running in eleventh, and he manages to find his way to to tenth before the end of the race. So twelve to one for Sargent to do it. And then look, if I think both Williams are going to be in the top ten, you might as well hunk them together. Williams double points finish thirty five to one. I mean. Look, if you think both of them are going to be up there, if you don't, just pick one and go with it. And if that's the case, I would suggest Albon. But if you think both, then maybe sprinkle something on all three of these, like a first touchdown bet like we talk about in NASCAR, and just kind of go from there. But maybe this is a better Williams week than, than we've, we've seen uh, over the last few weeks of the season. Yeah, this is a great way to walk the ladder. I think you start with the Albon, right? He's, he's only 2-1. to one. It's good odds. He's the most likely to do it. You step up with Sargent. Then you've got both of them covered in case one doesn't get it and the other one does, but you throw in that 35 to one in case they both step up there. Um, again, we've seen seen a little bit of, of stepping up and, and a little bit better, a little bit better from them. Uh, and so I think that that it could happen uh, this weekend. All right, let's uh, let's break this up and I'm going to tell you 
about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Let's continue down this road of bets for this Mexico City Grand Prix. Cody, where are you taking us next? Yeah, next up for me, going to go back to our guy, Pierre Gasly. He is minus 125 on DraftKings for a points finish. He's also 9-1 to one for a top six finish over on DraftKings. Going to take a little bit of both there. Um, Gasly, again, just continues to impress, continues to run well. Last week in the U.S., sixth place finish. Three of his last five, he has been inside the points. And in all five of those races, he's been inside the top 12 means he's right there he is close to getting inside of the points um he's got nine points finishes on the entire season he's made the podium once three times rod he's finished inside the top six you're getting him at nine to one to finish inside the top six again um and then previously at this track he's been pretty good here 11th place last season so right outside of the points fourth place in 2021 a nice solid run from him there ninth place in 2019 10th place in 2018 his first start even in 2017 he finished in 13th place so again in uh you know after his first start in three of his last four he's been in the top 10 four for four finishing inside the top 11 getting points or getting very very close to points don't mind paying a little juice at minus 125 for that and then the nine to one for the top six that's kind of the cherry on the cake in case he qualifies really well in case he runs really well up there at the front which We've seen him do. He's already, he's gotten a podium finish even this season. Three times he's been in the top six. Um, so Pierre Gasly, points finish minus 125, top six, nine to one over on DraftKings. And I picked the wrong uh, Alpine, obviously, because Ocon just completely uh, just just let me down. Like, yeah. didn't even take very long for that to not happen. So a little it's disappointed. Been falling apart for Ocon a little bit here lately. It really has. Gasly? Continues to hold up his end of the deal. So I think he's the guy you got to keep focusing in on. I agree. Um, all right, I'm going to take a stab at this one. And really, this is a coin flip either way. There's there's really just no way about it. And uh, obviously, we didn't see a, a safety car this last race. So I think the trend continues. And at plus 125, I'm going to say that we don't see a safety car on this track whatsoever. Uh, I know there was one last season in the, on this race. But again... These guys, it just feels like a different energy this season. We haven't seen a ton, I think, of safety cars, uh, and and I haven't gone back completely and looked through every single one. And I will say this: if you are a a, um, a person who loves to to take stats and and do all kinds of stats, I implore you. I, I want this for next season, and maybe even if you want to jump on for the end of this season, there's a there. I want you to dig through some some of the old races for us and some of the old uh, what you call it, because I, I I want better stats on safety cars and stuff because it's not just a simple Google search away to find the, the history of safety cars. So if you're, if you're more inclined to do stats, we want you on this one. But again, for me, 
We didn't see it last week. This track, it just doesn't it doesn't feel like one where there's going to be a ton of safety cars. We've seen Max jump out to, you know, I'll I'll even give you the the later on about margins of victories and stuff, but if you're able to get that big of a gap between you and the car behind you, there's not a lot of safety cars involved in that one. So, um I'm going to go ahead and say that there will be not there will not be a safety car in this race at plus 125. Yep, I I like it. Uh, I think we're on a solid trend of no safety cars at least one week, so that's good enough for me. Uh, And again, they say with the coin flip, what do you do, Rod? You take the side with the plus money, so I like it. Plus 125, that is a good one. All right, my fast lap darts of the week. Uh, Again, this is the best way to to bet on it, right? Max going to win, likely, but Max does not get the fastest lap more times than he does. Books are starting to get a little smart to it, right? The Dodds have definitely come down. We got them real good a couple of weeks ago with uh, when we hit uh, on Anzo, the big one, but still some good numbers out here. I'm going to take Perez 10 to 1 home track rod. If you can't win the race, if you're going to have a good day at least, let's go out there, grab the fastest lap. I think that he has the chance to get that done. Um, the last couple of seasons, uh, let's see, last year it was Georgia Russell had the fastest lap. Checo was the second fastest lap. And then in 2021, it was Bottas, Max, and Checo was the third fastest lap. So he's been really close to getting it the last couple of seasons. I think he could get it done this year at 20 to 1. Uh, and again, Max is going to run away with it, but this is where you can hit your longer shots. And then just because of the randomness we have seen, I think you've really got to take some of these long shots. We've seen Piastri at a long shot get it. Uh, last week, it was Yuki. We've seen uh, Zhou Guan Yu get it earlier this season. Anybody can get the fastest lap. You get that late pit stop, whatever. You go out, you lay down the lap. Give me Daniel Ricciardo, baby. 100 to 1, Rod. Daniel Ricciardo to get the fastest lap. Last week, he had the fastest lap until like two laps to go when Yuki stole it from him. So he's really close to getting it then. Um, and you go back to last season, he was the third fastest lap behind Checo there. Um, so yeah, I think that's again, not a, not a ton of data behind that, but I think he can get it done. And again, there seems to, for the most part, be no real rhyme or reason to who gets the fastest lap. A lot of it's just situationally based who gets the opportunity to lay it down. Um, but I do think the, the home effect of it, if he can lay down the fastest lap for Perez is a good one. And then Ricardo at 101, I would love to root for it. He came pretty close last year being the third fastest lap. Okay, real close last week. Let's roll it back this week with Daniel Ricardo, 100 to 1. It's all about who wants to throw those soft tires on and go lay down a fast lap at the end of the race to steal a point from. It's not even about taking it for themselves. It's literally about stealing it from Verstappen yeah, at this point. And yeah, anywhere you can get that extra point. It We've talked about it in the driver's race, in the constructor's race. It all matters. So grab that point where you can. Speaking of grabbing points, well, Max Verstappen is going to probably end up grabbing seconds here. And uh, I found that the winning margin here, uh, I like over 12 and a half seconds at minus 133. I know it's juiced, but if you're going to bet on Max to win, this is the cheapest way you're going to get it, uh, I think, in this case. Uh, over 12 seconds, well, let's look back at the last Grand Prix, 2022 Mexico City. Uh, winning margin between Max and Lewis, 15 seconds. 2021, uh, the winning margin between Max and Lewis, 16 and a half seconds in 2019 the winning margin between lewis and sebastian vettel well it's not max verstappen so it was only plus one seven so you can't really count that as well uh but the winning margin between max and sebastian vettel in 2018 
17 seconds. Um, you, there's a trend, right? In 2017, Max Verstappen beat Valley Botas, 19 seconds. It just look if Max Verstappen's going to win this race, he is going to clobber everybody and therefore win by a ton of time. And we've seen it all this season long, where he just continues to put seconds between him and the guy in front of him. So I think this winning margin over 12 and a half seconds, like I said, at minus 133, is almost the best way to bet. Uh, Max, because they're taking away fastest lap and win by putting that at like minus 200 as well. So just take the winning margin and and call it good. And then it doesn't have to be even Max that wins. If if uh, some of the other, if Hamilton does end up beating Verstappen by 13 seconds, then you're good to go. It's not going to happen, but if it does, then you're happy. Hey, covers you in different ways. And again, you got to get creative to find ways to bet Max to win. This is a solid way to do it. Uh, yeah. I like it. All right. Get out your pen and paper. We're going to go over our bets for this Mexico City Grand Prix. Cody started you off with Checo on the podium in his home race at minus 125. And you can also ladder that up to Red Bull double podium at plus 120 on DK. I put Lando uh, Norris on the podium at plus 110 over on Caesars. Cody gave you Daniel Ricciardo to have a points finish at plus 225 over on DK. I said Albon would finish in the points at 200 on DK. Or you could also put Sargent on the in the points total at twelve to one, or just put them both there at thirty-five to one. Uh, Williams double points as well. Cody gave you Pierre Gasly at minus one twenty-five on DK uh, as a points finisher and plus nine hundred for a top six finish. I said there wouldn't be a safety car at plus one twenty-five. Cody said that uh, Perez would throw down a fastest lap at ten to one at home, and Danny Ricardo at hundred to one. Uh, to take the fastest lap as well. I said the winning margin would be over 12 and a half seconds at minus 133. Cody, that is it for our F1 coverage of the Mexico City Grand Prix. Cannot wait to check this out at a reasonable time. Yeah, again, nice afternoon time again. It was uh, lots of screens going on last weekend, but nice to have them uh, there in the afternoon. So I'm excited. Glad we get F1 three weeks in a row. Oh, what a treat. Only got four races left, but uh, let's go make some more money on these races. Indeed. All right, Cody, as we wrap things up, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. You can follow me on X at Husker underscore Zeb. Uh, and, yeah, follow the show as well. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I've heard those guys do pretty decent over there as well, so uh, give them a shot. They're okay. They're no us, but they'll they'll hold their own over there. So, uh, All right, I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom of the thing I got going on. Check it all out there. And, of course, keep up with me and Cody on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. We'll see you again soon. Obviously, there's a week off, and then we'll be back again. But next week. Oh, no, next next week. week. Well, hell yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Brazil, let's go. Jesus Christ. All right. It's time to go. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, let's go racing and let it ride.